What is going on, everyone? It is Prince Ao, aka P Nigma, aka Welcome Back. I know it's been like a month and a half. I know I went on a little disappearing act. I went on hiatus, but I'm back, back better than ever. I got some content for you guys. I had to spend some time refocusing. I've been through like two jobs now. I got this other job in the field that I want to be in, and I feel like I'm progressing a little bit more in life. And I just really have to focus on that because as I'm trying to build my personal brand and build uh, just a foundation for what I want to do in my life, especially with extra income, I really need to break down what I wanted to do by, you know, taking a few steps back because I didn't like where I was going. Like, I felt like I've been doing a lot of test runs for the past two years. I believe I started this in 2020 or 2019. And now I feel like I've been through my test runs and now... I feel like I can start, you know, making some progression and start actually trying to professionalize, if that's a word, or show some professionalism within my craft and my content making. So, I know, I'm just yipper-yapping, and it is what it is. But basically, what I've been doing the past two months, um, as I told you guys in my last podcast, I just checked, it was on June 22nd, right after Juneteenth. So, you know, it's already been a, a little bit, and it's almost like a month and a half now. It's August 16th right now, 2021. I really do feel like I need to take that step back. I'm refreshed. I have new ideas for my content, so I'm just going to bring it out to you guys. So what I've been doing is I had a new song called Not Impressed. I dropped it in June. It did pretty well. I got almost 13,000 streams on it. It's pretty good. It's a good start, but I want to, you know, keep progressing as well. Excuse me. I had to burp. I'm not going to edit it out. I'm just going to be real with y'all. I had to burp a little bit. I didn't want to put it in you guys' ears. But, um, yeah, so Not Impressed came out. I started working on the music video around July and um, beginning of August. And I'm almost done with the music video. I think I'm going to try to release it before September. And I've also got really into NFTs. So for those who don't know what an NFT is, it's a unique digital identifier that cannot be copied, substituted, or subdivided that is recorded on a blockchain and that is used to certify, authenticate, and ownership of a specific, uh, specific, a specific digital asset or a specific rights to relate to it. So basically, it's called it's it's abbreviated NFT is non fungible tokens. That's the abbreviation, and then I just gave you the definition. It's basically a digital asset that cannot be substituted or subdivided because it's on a ledger, which is AKA a blockchain. And that's the definition of an NFT. And it's been blowing up this year. If you guys have not heard about the NFT, I think um, Tory Lanez he put his album on the NFT, sold it for a dollar, and within I think. Within an hour, don't quote me, it was like within an hour, a few minutes, he made over a million dollars because people had just bought up the NFT of his mixtape or EP, I'm not too sure, don't quote me on it, and people just bought it. They bought it by the bunch. And basically, when you buy it, people are going to buy and sell for it because they think it's going to be worth something in the future. It's basically, they're treating music and art with NFTs as, when I say a digital asset, it's like a digital painting. And you know how paintings usually, like paintings in the real world, they usually appreciate over time. So that's the same thing as a non-fungible token. So you know the problems with paintings in the real world, they can be forged. And when they get forged, 
you're kind of scared that somebody's going to have a Michelangelo painting and somebody who's really good at art can forge it. And then you feel like you got, you, you got scammed. That's pretty much it. So what non-fungible token is, it's no substitute because it's on a blockchain, which means it's immutable, which means that it cannot be replaced. Like you try to take off the blockchain, they'll put it right back on there. It cannot be replaced or anything like that. So Tory Lanez, a round of applause to you for stepping it up and really getting into the digital world and really getting on the back burner of this. So you can, you have it on record. Like Soldier Boy is just saying he's first at everything, but really you have it on record that you're one of the first artists to get an NFT to go to a million dollars. It's not like some OnlyFans. No, no uh, disrespect to OnlyFans women or men out there, but it's it's not the same, right? Like, I know I was talking about Soldier Boy, but it's not the same. Like, you open an OnlyFans account if you're really hot and you make a million dollars, that's great. But something like this revolutionary, which is an NFT, to make a million dollars within an hour, that's incredible. So, congrats to the Tory Lanez. And with that being said, I made my own NFT. And it's from one of my singles called Best Belief. And I put it on OpenSea.io. And that's where you can actually go create your own. Well, you can't create your NFT there. You have to create it like with Adobe or with your own digital art or music or whatever. And then you put it on platforms like OpenSea, which will allow you to trade that asset to whether you want to appreciate it or it doesn't go anywhere. It is what it is. But that's just me marketing my NFT. It's called Best Believe. It's my uh, it's my single cover. When did I have that out? I think I had it out in the beginning of February, February, January. So yeah, I decided to put that on there. It's because it's like an artwork, and I thought it looked really cool. So why not? And I think I'm gonna put more NFTs on OpenSea once I start understanding it more and more. So that's what I've been up to. Um, also. I kind of want to rebrand this podcast. Like I said, I want to put more professionalism into my podcast just because I've been doing it for like two years. I feel like I've been everywhere, just been doing trial and error. And now I'm really like getting into it. Like, don't get me wrong. Brian's definitely going to be a part of it. But because of the inconsistency, I didn't want to keep like Brian hanging. I want him to get a job and do what he wants to do because he did say on the podcast that he wanted to get his own job. And he's doing this podcast on his recreational time and something that he's just been like playing his resume just to have more experience. If this podcast take off, of course, Ryan's always going to be like a part of it. I'm never taking him off because he helped me build this podcast. So what the way I want to rebrand this podcast is by focusing directly on futuristic technology, such as cryptocurrency, NFTs, and how it's going to revolutionize the world and Reddit stories. Because I've been looking at some datas about what people are looking towards and what catches people's attention. And it all goes down to like flight or flight. And people really focus on like, I hate to say it, they really focus on controversy. That's why you see a lot of great marketers try to spark some type of attention grabber within a few seconds. Because we live in a short attention span society. If we can't grab your attention within a few seconds, it's game over. You're going to scroll to the next thing or you're going to move on and do the next thing. That's why controversy excels well. And, you know, it's all about the views. It's all about grabbing attention and then trying to advertise that attention. And I believe that, one, NFTs and cryptocurrency obviously is not controversial. Um, 
it could be to be honest because a lot of people still don't believe in uh those uh assets but they're here to stay uh whether you believe it or not especially if you understand where technology is going and where the future is going and as well as reddit stories because people relate more to other people's dramas in life and stories in life than they do from like fictional stories i plan on never doing like a fictional story on my podcast so you don't have to worry about that so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna read you guys three reddit stories and then I'm going to close out this podcast. And I'm going to try to do this for like the rest of the week. I'm going to talk a little bit about cryptocurrency, a little bit about NFTs, and then end the podcast with nonfiction Reddit stories. And I'm just going to see if I can stay consistent with that. And hopefully you guys will enjoy it. I don't discriminate. So you guys, you women, non-binary, whoever, I hope you guys can relate to it. So here's the first Reddit story. It's called... Guy I dated cheated on his actual girlfriend with me, and now I'm holding her pregnancy as a secret. Now, if you're a grammar police, let me remind you, this is Reddit. So this is like a public like forum where it's not about really grammar. It's just about getting the story out. So I'm going to try my best to articulate and like spit out the stories, but I'll also try to translate if it doesn't make much sense, because not everybody's going to have the best grammar. So let me get on with the story. Hello, I need some advice. Long story short, I met a guy online, dated him for a whole year and a few months. Many rocky arguments since his ex was in the picture never sat right with me. A whole year passed by and boom, she texted me. Turns out she's been his girlfriend for two years and a few months. Exchanged info, she told me he's been seeing more than three other girls besides us. While we talked and get along towards her, I think he meant got along towards her. While we talked and I was previously pregnant and miscarried in a year. Well, now she confessed to me she's pregnant and stated we'll never tell tell him and that's only her kid let me translate it said those exact words so i'm gonna translate that well now she confessed to me she's pregnant and stated she, she will never tell him and that's her only kid if anyone asks his family adores her his mother calls her all the time she said she will make up an excuse it's someone else's child either way she has a guy friend that will help her take care of the baby i kept in contact with him and forgave him but not dating him and she talks to me as well my conscience doesn't know whether to tell him or just carried a secret psa i don't know he was in a relationship he always told me that was his ex in mexico and manipulated every single girl he was talking to in regards by him being single wow the grandma was really bad i'm sorry if i chopped that up but it was really bad what do you guys think do you think that um she should have told his ex or she just let him be himself with his narcissistic ways and manipulating women and really just going on with his life, trying to, like, weasel his way into, you know, some poom-poom. I mean, if he has it like that, he got the money like that to do all that stuff, or he's just a player like that, it is what it is. But I feel like, at this point, if he didn't have enough respect to tell her that I'm seeing other women, I don't think we should be in a relationship, and he's always been telling her, oh, that was just my ex-girlfriend, she has every right to not disclose that information to him because he w he wasn't being honest to her. That's just my opinion about it, but that's just me. Let's go on to the next story. Here's the next story. Do you think my girlfriend is cheating? Question mark. My girlfriend posted this guy on her story, and she said it's her celebrity crush. 
which is weird because she tells me about all celebrities she's going to or po did post. She's basically a huge fangirl and tells me anything and everything about them beyond their names. But she only told me after I saw him this time. I asked what celebrity it was because it looks like a FaceTime picture cropped so she can see who's on the other side. She then says, oh, I don't know. It's some guy from Pinterest. Then sends me another guy that doesn't look anything like him saying, here's his other picture of him, I guess. And then says, I don't know his name. So it made me wonder how she knows an actor but doesn't know anything else about him, not even his name. Do you think she's cheating or do you think I'm just overthinking? Since he's asking on a public forum, I'm going to give my two cents. She's being sneaky about it. It doesn't seem like the pattern's not matching up because if she usually tells you about all the celebrity crushes that she's gone to or did post because she's a huge quote-unquote fangirl, why is the story changing up and why is she cropping a FaceTime picture of you just seeing the guy on the other side and not her? Something's not up. And I personally have never heard about a celebrity Pinterest influencer. I just personally never heard of it. I don't, there's not enough information for me to go off on to say she's cheating, but it sounds fishy. I would just dig into it, my guy. And here's the last story. This story actually takes place in 92, but somebody decided to put it on Reddit, which is a public forum once again. And I'm just going to read it because it looks pretty interesting and we'll just go off it. A 10-year-old boy wishing his millionaire parents would abandon him. It was still off for 10-year-old Minho to be eaten off plates. He had never done so in Korea. It was always stainless steel bowls back then, holding a bowl of rice with his left hand and both spoons and chopsticks with his right. Everyone sat on the floor, surrounding the small folding table for the side dishes at any given moment there was two maybe three chopsticks waiting to pick up a bowl of kimchi or pickled radish there was one communal water for the family anyone that was thirsty would fill up the cup then drink all of it so that they wouldn't leave any backwash behind. Here in America, his family would use dinner tables and chairs, and there was one plate and one cup per person. It was bizarre to hear sounds of utensil hit ceramic plates, or the loud clank as it landed on the custom-cut glass on top of the large oval dining table around nine feet long. Minho Ya, his father sternly said, I told you not to hold your chopsticks and spoon at the same time. That's how beggars eat. And hold your chopsticks so that they only touch at the tip that's how yang bang quote-unquote royalty use chopsticks you need to choose slower minho's mother said i told you already it's gross minho slowed down it's true he was eating very quickly the boy was anxious to finish his dinner so that he can go up to his room for the rest of the night where he felt safe so Minho's father said, I was talking with a friend of mine. He smiled as he started the story and his mother smiled as well as if she was in on the joke. He has two daughters and he's been telling me about how great it is to have daughters because they take care of you. In fact, he told me that daughters take care of you for life. Minho didn't like that his father seemed to be lecturing him, even if it seemed happy. Nervous, the boy began chewing quickly again. His eyes bounced back and forth between his parents. So we've been discussing how we can trade one of his daughters with you because He'd like one of each, and I'd rather have a daughter than a son. Minho stopped chewing. His food is still in his mouth. It had been a little over a year since he reunited with his parents, and it's been no secret he has been nothing but a disappointment to them. They hated the way he ate, the way he laughed so cruelly, and how dark and patchy his skin looked. They hated how low class their son was. However, this felt excessive. Tears began to well up in his eyes and fell on the glass of the dinner table. To his surprise, his parents were looking at each other, stifling their laughter. 
Minho got up from the table and swallowed the food he had in his mouth. Thank you for dinner, he said in his tears and walked out the dining room. Are you crying? His father said, now laughing without restraint. Minho Yao, come back. I was kidding. But Minho Yao did not go back. He heard the loud chatter of his parents as he entered the kitchen, walking past the smaller dining table they used for only breakfast. Then he crossed the living room with the fireplace, the one where a golf trophy shaped like an eagle rested on the mantel. He turned to the corner and entered the carpet living room with a big screen TV, the one that he often had to crawl across to get to his bedroom after his beating. As he cried under the blankets, of his queen-size bed yet again. This time, he was overcame with a new feeling. He was disappointed that his father was only joking. He didn't want to be here anymore. This time, he wanted to be abandoned. Wow. That little boy has trauma. Like, this is a non-fiction story. Maybe Minhao was just a changed name, and I apologize if I'm saying that name wrong. I'm not Korean. I'm Nigerian. I have Asian friends, but they never taught me how to say Korean names. I apologize once again, but I knew Asian culture was tough, but that's that's different level of cruel. Um joking or not, that can traumatize a child. Um like I said, this story it is nonfiction, but it is dated back in 92. So, this little boy is probably grown now. Hopefully he didn't turn into like a criminal or like maybe hopefully he's still alive and like living a better life or maybe he reconciled with his parents and he was able to open up to them and tell him tell them how cruel they were to him as a child and affecting him into adulthood and he's probably in like therapy or something but that's just a different level of cruelty uh, I hate to end this podcast in such a depressing note but I really like telling these stories I might just continue with it and continue with like the cryptocurrency and NFTs because it helps me like narrow it down into a niche um when I was doing my studies this past like month and a half, I really noticed that like if you want to get people's attention, you got to narrow down a niche and bring something to the table that seems somewhat valuable. And I feel like these stories are valuable because it relates to actual people because on a public forum, it's not like Facebook or anything like th these are anonymous people and hopefully people can relate to it. And then obviously cryptocurrency and NFTs, like they're here to stay, like I said in the beginning of the podcast. But anyways... Just to finish off the podcast, let's just say that was a very depressing story for that last one. I'll try to get a more upbeat story next time that I can end with. I didn't know it was going to be that depressing, but prayers goes out to that, man, because that, that's something that can destroy a child, like, emotionally and mentally. It's already hard for, like, men out here to be vulnerable, uh, especially heterosexual men, so press out to him but well, yeah that'll conclude the podcast for this time i am prince ayo you can find me across all boards at prince enigma follow me on social media twitter instagram i'll be there and uh stay tuned for the next episode